Hello, everyone, and welcome to Room Escape Divas, your podcast on everything escape rooms. This week, we are back after a somewhat long hiatus, and we are joined by Lee Falo to talk about, well, drama. Well, an experience we had. <laughs> an experience we had. Errol came bursting in there, blowing out his mic. Woo! Sorry, did I blow Woo! my mic? A little bit. Oh, I'm sorry. Like really loud. (laughs) It was all. We haven't been doing a podcast for a very long time. Oh, man. I haven't done anything for a very long time. I kind of just let it slide because I was like, I was burned out. I think Arrow was burned out. And well, at first it was Cryptex Hunt happened. So that that was a very busy time for Errol. And then after that, and then I was... Somebody may be a little bit burned out from Cryptex Hunt. Yeah, somebody may be a little bit burned out. I do admit that might be me. I was really tired. (laughs) So I finally was like, all right, we're going to do it. And uh, for topics when we were when I was thinking about topics. uh, So Lifei, welcome, by the way. Welcome back. Hi, I'm I'm looking forward to releasing my inner diva today. <laughs> this, this is a rant episode. This is a purely oh, rant yes, episode. episode. Because and and we're not ranting either just for the sake of ranting. Okay, we are a little bit. But the reasons we're ranting are going to be bringing up some important game design gaps that you might fall into uh if you are designing especially an online escape room. So we're not going to reveal, I think we discussed, uh, Errol and I discussed this, but we're not going to reveal what this, who this company is, who they are, because that's not fair to them. Um, figure it out if they listen. They'll probably okay. figure it out. Okay. Also because of spoilers. We don't want to like, you yeah. know, get too into specifics. Hopefully they're not listening. And if they're not really an escape room, actually, I don't even know how they're advertising themselves. They have an in-person facility, right? That was, that was. Well, how is this? It doesn't matter their in-person facility. How is this marketed, right? Because it doesn't matter what they do in person because this is still online. And because it is global and yeah. however they market themselves, that's what we are going to know them as. Because we're not going to like go and research what type of company they are ahead of time. Like if they were a coffee company and said, hey, we are making an escape room for people, then this escape room is going to be compared to every other escape room out there, regardless if they are a coffee I think, company. I think they they skew more towards immersive theater. That's yes. kind of their thing. That's their marketing. Um but yeah, so think? it's described as an online immersive adventure. Oh, online immersive adventure. I, I'm not sure that I felt immersed, but I was definitely online, so that was possibly the best description ever. Definitely <laughs> yeah, that could be the review. I was definitely online. Yeah, so they did not lie there. Nope, nope, nope. <laughs> So anyway, um, Lifei, so you you booked it. Um, you you set us down this path, and you booked it because of part like because I like actors in rooms. I like story narrative elements. This was a very narrative driven game, so we were like, let's do and it. Dragged me because yeah. I like talking to people. Yeah, because Arrow likes talking to people. So, um, what was yeah? Who who I won't say who took you up to this game? How did you find out about this game? So the Escape Room Discord were talking about this game. Um, they the the company itself, uh, an immersive theater company, had had good games that quite a few people had enjoyed, and so they were recommending it. 
as a, and I was like, great, Manda loves story. Errol likes trolling the actors. This is going to be super fun. We're going to have so much fun. And if the, you know, if there's not many puzzles or they're not very good, it doesn't matter because it's about, you know, having a fun experience. And boy, was I let down. Sorry. Not by you guys. I wasn't let down by you guys, just by the by the. I was the, I was let down. Lack of fun. You can lack admit. Trolling, you, you can know? admit if you were let down by me. I mean, that's usually the general experience that people say they have with me. So it's okay, Lefe. It's okay. Um, because there was an actor. And the and and the actor, you know, I'm like, great, an actor in costume. I am so excited. And Errol can interact with them. And Errol did start wonderfully by talking about his bowels and oatmeal in kind of Act One, <laughs> Scene One. I did. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. that was like pretty, pretty much, much like he was yeah. like, "How are you?" And you're like, "Well, my bowels." Yeah. Wow, I don't remember that. Like, I'm full of poo, and have you ever, like, you know, and you just started going into some detail about the inner workings of your bowels, and... uh, Oh, I'm sorry, I don't even recall that. To be fair to the actor, who was not that interested in interacting with us, it didn't feel like. Part of that might have been because he didn't want to talk about Errol's bowels, (laughs) Um, so... That that might have been a factor. Um, however, yeah. However, uh, right from the get go, I kind of got the sense that this that this um, actor was a, a bit impatient to to get things going and to get things on track. And we did not know why initially until the proper game started. So he gave a bit of an introduction. This was a mi- this is a mystery game. Uh, it is a you know, you have to solve a mystery, interview suspects, uh, that sort of thing. He so he explained the plot to us. We watched a couple little videos, uh, and then, and then he set us on our first task, um, which was to explore. I don't know, Errol. Do you want to describe what that was like, or I could keep keep describing it, but. Maybe Lefe wants. Oh to yeah, Lefe. Well, how about you describe I what mean, that we experience could re- is like? We could describe our reactions to it, but yeah. yeah. So task one was a searching task, uh, searching and perhaps documenting task. So it was a nicely produced, beautiful set of rooms, um, and we could click on things and we could read documents. So many documents we could examine objects we had some things that made noises they never did anything those things that made noises and there was a series of three or four rooms were there four rooms three rooms there There were three there were three three to start yeah yeah and there was a lot of stuff when I say a lot of stuff there was like 20 30 20 things in each room yeah and and man pants was like Hey, we need a spreadsheet. Everyone write your stuff in there. And I was- oh no, no. I foolishly started a Google Doc and then immediately got chastised by Errol for not starting a spreadsheet. I don't know why. <laughs> I like it was a foolish thing on my part. I don't know why, but I have a very spreadsheet instinct. In fact, I get uh my friends have lately been sending me mugs of like, this needs a spreadsheet. So um that's <laughs> Very well, I can understand a lot of people may not like working in spreadsheets. I just like columns so that each yeah. of us could have added to it, right? It's easier, I find. But at any rate, there were f- five of us, five of us, um, three rooms. And we were told, like, oh, you know, spend a few minutes 
on each room. Seven. We were told we had seven minutes, didn't they, to give us a yeah, special Yeah, for time. all yeah. rooms. For all the rooms all together, we had seven minutes to find the clues, um, document the clues, and and possibly make inferences about the clues. Uh, and so first we had to try and learn how to coordinate it because there was a lot in each room. So we eventually split up because there was just so much information. Um, but then the process of trying to write everything in and, uh, and and get it all down and also to listen to each other when multiple people were talking at the same time, it was... <laughs> It was very chaotic. I think we spent, I think we just completely ignored the timer at that point uh, because we, I think we'd been there for about 10 to 15 minutes. And that was when the game, the game host came in or the actor came in and said like, uh, you know, like kind of gently reminded us that our, we really should be done by now. And I think we'd done like by that point, 75% of the exploring probably and and uh, and we hadn't finished typing. We were typing furiously too, because that takes time uh, to type. I think in Errol gave have. up halfway through. Then he stopped writing things. Well, I might Maybe. not have. I I did. I actually gave up at the beginning because, like, you really? had low commitment to documenting <laughs> things you found. Yeah. I had very low commitment to documenting. <laughs> I mean, if it makes you feel better, I think I took. Sorry, that's not exactly true. I went in and I took screenshots of one room, everything that I found in each room. Sorry, everything I found in that room, and I'm thinking, ah, oh, screenshot this, screenshot this screenshot this and it's just like that's not fun for me i'm just i'm just spending the time screenshotting everything i find well that was but luckily yeah. luckily we didn't need most of that stuff so no, it didn't matter they no, all didn't write it didn't, down yeah, yeah. <laughs> Well, that was another thing. I also started taking pictures with my phone, but then I thought, how am I going to share these with my group? Because the Zoom call, everything is on my computer. I'm taking screenshots with my phone and that's taking time. Or so I started doing a print screen thing and that was taking time. There was no central place for us to go to like to share the objects and the information it wasn't like there was an inventory system where when you click on something it goes ding and you like it pops into your inventory like in like in other online escape rooms this was all like no somehow you guys got all communicate to each other the 50 pieces of evidence that you're finding right now uh, and of course on top of that we're just not good at searching so <laughs> well i know i think we found everything it's just that the tedium of documenting it all was not exactly yeah for, i mean as i said i actually opened up photoshop and max have this amazing ability for me to screenshot just part of the screen as opposed to hitting print screen and doing all of it right i'll just do all the cropping stroke yeah me and so Matt, like, paint have a good relationship with that so yeah. it's just like screenshot paste screenshot paste and i was just doing that over and over again then i had like as Deface said, I had like 20 tabs in my Photoshop and it was like, oh my goodness, I don't know what any of this stuff is. And then I went in another room and was like, then there's more? Yeah. Oh, I'm not doing that. And then we were essentially cut off because uh, we were we were taking way too long to try and coordinate all of this information. Uh, I thought, I actually, I think I interpreted when he said six minutes, I thought he meant per room um, on average. 
he meant six minutes total. And I was like, six minutes? What the hell are you talking about? So anyway, we essentially got cut off and said, okay, we got to move on. Uh, so then we go on to the second part, which is, okay, we have all this evidence now. Who cares? Let's put it off to the side. We've got some other things to do here now. Uh, so we had a choice. And I will admit to throwing Lee Fei and uh, under the bus on this one because uh the game host asked um you have two choices and not all of you can do like you can't do both choices so you'll have to split up you know half of you can go and interview this character and the other half of you can review these documents um and i <laughs> immediately knowing i'm normally the document person but knowing how i work in a in a timed environment with everybody talking in my ear i know that i would be useless and that I would be frustrated. So I immediately went, I'll go to the interview. Like I just, I didn't even well, give anybody I a chance. Technically I said it first. Oh, so you said I'm it first. One. So then I was yeah. like, I'll go well, there. The <laughs> yeah. I'm the one that said, oh, I'm not doing documents. That's for sure. <laughs> so I'm the one that jumped on that first and was yeah. like, selfish. I'll do it. <laughs> so Errol and I were the selfish ones there and just like left Lee Faye and friends behind. And when we went, so we, we go off to this interview and the mechanic of it is that, you know, there's a pre-recorded video you can select messages to ask questions to ask this character and they'll respond in another pre-recorded video. The acting was quite good. And it, production the, value, the production as we said earlier, is great. The production great. value is wonderful. Yeah. And, and so we, we got to ask a few questions and they didn't, they had some answers. There was one answer. They said, we'll get it to you later. And I'm like, okay don't know what that means but okay and and then um when then we, we were back, done then we were done that was actually quite painless but what we got well back to be honest it was it was one of those oh wait we're gonna choose a dialogue tree and then other dialogue options disappear and it was like yeah. oh well you know video games don't normally do this or if they do they do allow you to repeat things here it's like a one-shot deal and i wasn't too sure is this like is this a one-shot deal if we mess up now we've just right lost information i don't know i yeah. have no idea so i don't trust the game designer at this that? point in time because they made me search for like seven minutes useless things so <laughs> I, already my trust in the game is down so i didn't trust anything well that was just it like they the eliminated possibilities so you did have to be careful about what you chose as a question but some of the questions are probably based on what you already found and so if you didn't if you didn't absorb the 50 pieces of evidence that you found earlier you don't necessarily know what's the most important thing to ask about uh so and, and your other teammates might have that information because they were the ones that collected it so of course it was like you know sometimes it wasn't a stab in the dark like we did know some things to ask about but everything seemed like a valid question so that ugh, yeah Mife. What were you when, doing in the meantime? <laughs> so so we had done one puzzle, which is putting in a password to hack an old computer, which was satis satisfactory, if simple. And then we had about maybe 20 folders of documents, detective-y documents. And within each folder, there were multiple documents within them. And I think when you guys arrived, I was hysterical. Yeah. Because there was no way we were going to read them all. Tim was writing dates of births down and stuff <laughs> randomly and Sim couldn't read any of it because it, you know, it didn't work with her screen reader and there was, it was in like, you know, funny font and she had just given up. And I was like, 
<laughs> I don't yeah. know what to do. Don't start here. I don't know what to read. We've started reading from the top. You should read from the bottom. I don't know what we're reading. <laughs> yeah, so Errol and I are in this kind of quiet space. And then the game host comes in and is like, okay, that's it. Time's up. Let's go back and see what your teammates are doing. And then we just arrive in this, like, yeah, wall of, like, oh, what, what are you reading? Do you reading from the bottom? Are you reading from the top? And they're Amanda, go read something. And I was like, go read what? I don't know. And it was just I was like, why are you writing us. things down? Don't write those things down. That's not the right thing to write down. Why are we writing things down? <laughs> yeah. So that's so I don't I, I to to this day since we played it I still don't really know what we were looking for in those documents <laughs> I just know that there was many of them and it was a lot to sift through and then the game host come back comes back and the actor comes back in and is like ah oh, tick tock time to keep going guys and 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 uh, and we and we just didn't have any idea of what we were actually looking for at that point. At which point we moved on to section three, which was interviewing people, uh, interviewing more characters. This time we all had to do it. Except I was so excited because I hadn't done your dialogue right. tree thing, and I'm like, oh yeah, there's five people to interview, and there's five of us. And I'm like, Errol, you go here, you go here, and you go here, and I'm bossing, and I'm like, oh yeah, this is gonna be good. I've got someone to talk to. <laughs> And then I got a dialogue tree. And then we got a dialogue tree, which again is not a bad feature. Uh, it's and actually this one was weirder for me for my character. I actually was able to go back and exhaust all of the dialogue options because uh, we were controlling at that point in time. Uh, okay. Remember when we first we weren't controlling it, so right, right, okay. So yeah, I like exhausted every single possible dialogue option with my character, um, and. Again, though, it's uh, it was a if there weren't five of us, I don't think we would have had time to interview everybody. Um, and again, it was we had to all sort of coordinate information together in a very quick amount of time to try to link up evidence. So if you didn't speak up about your about your suspect, then other information might get lost. Uh, so yeah, we did that. Again, great pre-recorded videos. Great that kind of thing. Game host comes back in and essentially says, okay, over the next five minutes, tell me who did it. Oh, um, no, then we had to explore oh. some other place. What did we have to explore? Remember? We? we had Yeah, we had to explore uh, uh, the final place where all the stuff came together. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. That's more right. searching. More searching. More. So then there was more searching of things. And, and then we were trying to put things together and remember what we just what we did in those few minutes at the start and connect things. That's together. right. And, and we were Googling things. There were things that looked like clues and we were Googling them. Yeah, yeah. Oh. They were like book names and there was like clues and things which looked like puzzly things. A lot of information, just a ton of information to absorb in the next few minutes. <laughs> and again, just a very limited amount of time to do so. And our game host was getting impatient because he's like, time's running out, guys, which just was not helping me at all. And I think it was at this point that I thought to myself, what is your purpose, actor? Um, like, I know what character you are. I know that I, I know technically what your what your role is. But what is your purpose in this game? You are a timekeeper. You have done nothing but just come in and tell us that we're running out of time. And then I thought, why is there even a timer on this game? Like, what? 
about this format needs to be timed exactly. Do we need a game host? All of the videos are pre-recorded. All of the documents are, are right there. Everything's there. And yeah, so that I, I I was starting to I, I that's when I gave up, I think. I, I stopped caring. I actually was caring up until that point, or, or trying to, and and then I I lost I lost my faith. I lost it earlier. Yes. You you stopped right at the beginning. I and... think from what I understand, uh, because we didn't actually win the game and this isn't a this isn't a like, oh, we didn't win the game, so we hated no, it. No, no, not at all. It was, I've lost games that I liked. It was more along, I probably would have hated it if we guessed correctly, because it was a guess at the end. It was a guess but at I, the end, yeah. Yeah, but I think my problem with the game is that I, and this is what I assume it was, is it was just one big logic puzzle, and we just had to make sure we found all the data to put into the logic puzzle, and we probably didn't find it all. So he spent, you know, whatever it is, 90 minutes looking for all the pieces to a logic puzzle, not knowing if we got all the pieces to the logic puzzle. And then based on that, we were supposed to make the logic deduction at the end. And that's never a big logic. I mean, it might not be a logic puzzle. Maybe it was random. You know, I'm not too sure. But logic puzzles by committee aren't fun to do. Never have been in a big escape room. If you have two people working on a logic puzzle, that's fine. But everybody gathering clues to see if you have all the right elements and you don't know for one big logic puzzle, and that's it. That's the only puzzle the whole thing is. It's not exactly fun for me, for myself. If you enjoyed watching videos and following along with uh, uh, a narrative that was there, then you might enjoy it. But if you okay, as the narrative person, like I enjoyed it up until a point, but I don't know how you felt about it, Lee Fei. But I I felt like at the end, when it came time to make our guess, so like we we basically had this amount of time to absorb all this information and then make an educated guess as to who did it, who did the crime, and we narrowed it down to two choices, I think. And we had logical reasons for picking both of them. There was evidence to tie both of them to the crime. And then and then he was, you know, sitting there being like 30, 29, like he was like counting down into the last second. So we just kind of threw a dart at the dartboard <laughs> and said, this one, I guess. Um, but as a narrative person, it was like I couldn't enjoy the narrative because I was being rushed into the net from one scene to the next. Like it seemed interesting. It seemed like they were trying to put something fun together, but they were just like not even giving us time to really absorb it. And and as a result, I was just like I was so lost by the end. I'm like I, I don't care who did it. I don't don't even I can't even remember what the crime was to be honest. <sighs> I don't know. How did you feel about it, Lefe? So I don't really care about the logic puzzle and getting it wrong. But for me, it was not fun. There, there, there was story, but the story you had to work really hard to get. And then no one, like the, the, the game was not structured or the experience was not structured so that we got all the story beats. You know, it was very haphazard about who experienced what and who got yeah. what. There yeah. were no, the, the, the things which could be fun to do, like, you know, it, like searching a room with arrow and everyone doing chaos could be fun, but it wasn't set up to be fun. You know, like we went debriefed afterwards to make sure we got all the stuff that we oh. needed. You know, like the game host could have debriefed us and said, did you notice this? 
obviously like you know you guys are oh. a bunch of you know like no idea what's going on you need help to like get the story because you haven't got it and and I I was disappointed that the 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 actor in you know in lovely costume of a lovely accent did not help us in any way or interact with us in any way beyond being a giant glorified stopwatch. Yeah. Oh, that was that was the kicker at the end when we did lose and we lost. First, we got a video belittling us for the choice that we made. Fine. That make your kick your players in the stomach a little more uh, after they're down. And then uh, and then uh, when we asked afterwards, like, oh, so can you tell us who did do it? We just got a no. No explanation as to matter or why. <laughs> yeah. We didn't actually get a reason why our choice was wrong. Yeah. So it was like, so is this the murder? Of course that's not the murder. Why? And no, we don't know. And then right. they was like, okay, we got to go now. Bye-bye. And like clicked. Uh, that's the first time in an escape room where I've been rushed off. Maybe he had another appointment. Maybe. Well, we might have taken so long. <laughs> we probably took so long. <laughs> we we were. It wasn't like, even me goofing off. That was a sad thing. It wasn't <laughs> taking so long with me goofing off. Usually we take a long time in games because I'm goofing off like, yeah, yeah, I goof yeah. off a lot in games. You I didn't even goof off. off in this game. Yeah, because there was I didn't nothing tell to Errol do. to shut up like once in this entire game. No, so. there was nothing to goof off with. <laughs> no. There was no sense of play for me. I mean, there was kind of, but not really. It wasn't fun. No, there was no there was no many opportunities to play. So what have you guys learned from designing actorish experiences from that? Here's the thing. I I feel like the actors should have been more I guess, and, and maybe again, they need to just learn this as a company, like immersive theater is often as like, it's immersive, but it's often passive, right? You're, you're expecting the audience to just watch. If they're not used to the, the audience interacting as much with the story and with, and driving things forward, that can pose a real problem with our events, for instance, one thing we had to be really sensitive to was the experience levels and the enjoyment of the players. If you can sense that there's something frustrating the players, then that's when you step in and you do what you can to kind of push them along, not by going times up, but by, you know, just kind of gauging what you can do to make that experience more enjoyable. Like, we have the, the famous example on our train, if I say famous, famous amongst ourselves, of a couple who was clearly not enjoying the game and then just decided, you know what, we don't want to play anymore. We just want to sit on this train for 90 minutes and enjoy our dinner and look out the window. And we let them, like, it was, it was like, if they're not enjoying it, if it's clear they're frustrated, what can you do to... Well, it was funny, they, they didn't know that it was a game so, oh, just <laughs> so they they thought it was just a dinner train so that's why it wasn't even the fact i don't think they even attempted the puzzles it was yeah. just i just want to be here for the dinner train oh <laughs> but even okay. still like i i see it from an interaction standpoint like when i had someone when i have someone come up to me as an actor and they're like really shy i will be sensitive to that fact or if they're having problems with a puzzle you know, like you kind of get a sense of how much to help and how much to stand back. And I don't think we had that in this game. That's for sure. Although if you are the type of person that doesn't like to talk to or interact with actors and you're this... worried about that, you don't have to worry about that too much here. No. Nope. It's all pre-recorded video except for the timekeeper. 
that is something I liked. I mean, I I tend to get nervous about like, oh God, what questions do I ask? Because I, I was like, I have no idea what questions to ask them. I, I don't know what evidence we even have. What is going on? Who am I? And then we got in and there was like a set of questions I could pick from. I'm like, oh, thank God. Like I, <laughs> that part actually was 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 good. I, I I liked that. Another thing too is they didn't really give you too many goals at the beginning so it was even hard to figure out what you needed to do like when i think uh what is that one what is bad oh what is it the is it not project Ava? which is the one that there's four people audio escape room i'm forgetting them all mixed up agent venture agent venture there yeah. is an agent venture yeah and there's four of us and we are completely overwhelmed with the amount of information that we had but we knew what we had to do and I actually, I did enjoy it. I had a wonderful time with the Agent Venture, even though I was overwhelmed with the amount of information we had at the beginning. But we knew what we needed to do, and we just kept, we just started. Whereas here, it's just like, okay, search for what? Clues. Okay. <laughs> to solve. This is, the, this is the crimes. Now search for clues. Okay. And then we did. Okay, you done? Yeah. Okay, now we got to go interview people. And it's like, w w there wasn't, there, there wasn't like a hook to this thing. There wasn't anything to like bring us into the game. So like, you know, you have the normal hook and then you have the climax for your like three act story. But that also applies to games. And as I said, this is really, in my opinion, I could be wrong because we don't know what the game was that we didn't win and we weren't told if we were wrong or not. So it just seemed to me like this is just one big logic puzzle just spread out over 90 minutes. <laughs> Do you so. think that, because I'm thinking about Agent Venture, do you think the enjoyment of that was partially contributed to, like, I guess, first, the variety of tasks that we had and maybe the micro task kind of feeling it had? Like, we didn't have one big thing to do at the beginning. Uh, we had several small things along the way that we could focus on and then get reminded from time to time of the mm -hmm. big goal. Yep. Yep. Okay. <laughs> Easy answer. I mean, it feels like they tried to make this X structure, you know, there's like very distinct components to the game, but there's no climax. There's no you know, I, I feel like maybe we did uncover bits of the story. Like there was obviously a whole universe and stuff there, but we didn't really care about anybody. No, I didn't care no. if we solved the crime in the end. No, <laughs> no, I didn't care at all. I'm just like, which one should we choose? And I thought, well, we could probably look at the information, or I could get this over with. Pick this guy. <laughs> That's that was my. That was just like, can I end the, Can we end this game as quick as we possibly can? I don't want to look at more information. Because it's true, I did not care about anybody. And I had no attachment to any character. So it was just not interesting to me story-wise. And I'm, a, I, I'm actually a fan of this genre. And it, would just, it just seemed very... It didn't ring at all. So for myself, even though it was like, well, you're not the narrative person. That's actually not true. I love really good narrative and I will be and I will be pulled into a universe if I find that the narrative is good, but I did not care at all, sadly. So there was a universe, a full universe there. there. We just mm -hmm. we just weren't invested in learning about anybody or exploring it. We didn't we didn't have time to <laughs> we uh 
Oh, but and that's the problem. Not only did we not have time to, but that was the focus is that we had to learn about them. So when you don't have time to, like, because sometimes you're like, you don't have time to, but you can sense there's another world there, but it's not really part of your main goal. Um, that's one thing. It's when it's like, here's this great big world, learn about it now um, and care about it now uh, in the next 10 minutes. Um, <laughs> and it's, uh Yeah. And then, you know what, you know what a lot of murder mystery shows do? It's like somebody died, why? And you're interested to know why. Not at one, no point in time was I actually interested to know why. <laughs> well, well, motive was, yeah, motive was one of the goals, like find out their motive for it. But it was so vague, I feel like, I don't know. Or like the, the when we found evidence, we had to like kind of make up our own story for it. I'm not sure. Uh, well, I guess we we found out things and like you know bombshells were narrative bombshells were dropped on us. But essentially, I would meet a character and then learn the plot twist within the same two minutes. So it, it didn't. I didn't get to know a character and then like oh my god, it was like I got shown a picture of them at the beginning. We found a bunch of evidence. We went to go interview the characters i met them and then they told me their great tragic story that you know usually is a big reveal and then and then i was like ushered back out so it was all very like condensed in a way that isn't normally with mysteries um so do you think it's a time factor you know we 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 I mean, you and I at least talk about trying to get more story into games and we like story and we like characters so what what went wrong well, I think there was too much. Yeah. They, they tried to put, it's like, let's try to misdirect the players as much as we possibly can. So let's throw all these characters in. Let's not have them invest in any one of them, but let them be split up amongst a whole slew of characters. And I think story, when it comes to narrative, it's the it's the characters that are important. Yeah. Really? And so, so what they had, like, you know, they had, like, what, five, five or six characters each with their own individual story that didn't seem to relate to one another, really, right? And so so you had to, like, wade through all the different narratives of each character, and one of them will relate to the story somehow. Sorry, to the main arc, and we just... And there was just too many things. I have so many thoughts. Like, I think, yeah, they made it too complicated um, for the amount of time they had. Uh, I I was looking at the mystery and I couldn't help but think, oh no, it's another it's another one of these uh, types of mysteries where uh, it's just it's much bigger. I Actually, I don't even think it was bigger. It's just that the world was big and there are multiple stories and we yeah. had to find the right one. A lot of characters that don't connect together, like you said, Earl. And one of the joys of doing an interactive mystery is finding out what people think of each other. Like when you're when you're doing those murder mystery parties or whatever and you're walking around and you get to find out like, oh, um, you know, if you talk to somebody, like you talk to somebody and you get to know them and they're like, oh, but you know, Mr. Banks over there, he's you know he's cheating on his wife and stuff and you go talk to mr banks and like he's talking about the mate and you just that's one of the joys of it is to get the surface story and then to start digging further and finding out how these people are all related to each other and and uh, or or something that you know doesn't seem to be connected is suddenly connected that's one of those those joys and that just it, 
it wasn't here. And mystery games are hard to do, like just in general. And, you know, I, I haven't seen one done like incredibly well, but they're still enjoyable. Uh, this one could have been fine. I feel like not, not amazing, but fine. If we just, if it had been a do it on your own time, sit with the documents, sift through it. If that's your, if that's your cup of tea and, uh, you know, watch the, the interview videos and then eventually come to a conclusion. I still think it could have been enjoyable had we not been being rushed through it. I still think the problems would have been there, like, you know, not being attached to the characters and that sort of thing. So perhaps, you know, we're not attached to the characters because there's a lot of the story was told in documents, right? Like letters, like facty letters and facty letters, right? Facty letters and yeah. <laughs> like report like the coroner reports and and stuff like that. And that's perhaps a good way. You, but that, if that's the, the the major way, yeah, then right like and you don't get that emotional nuance of whether someone's lying or not you know even in those pre-recorded interviews I'm like is he lying I bet he's like no he's not lying how do I tell he's lying but I can't really ask a follow-up question just you know to test your lyingness which is part of the fun of these kind of games yeah and they didn't really allow for us to slowly uh, absorb information like like even when it comes to puzzle games when it comes to games like that we will introduce our players to something easier at the beginning. You know, just here's one simple puzzle. We'll give you, get used to the world that you're in. And then it's like, oh, I got that. Let's go on to the next part. And you're slowly introduced. And then eventually it might become overwhelming. But at least, at least you're slowly getting into the game. And maybe you have those little quick wins to keep, give you momentum and motivation to continue. But when you're like dropped into here at three rooms, find stuff. It's like, oh my goodness, really? Okay. We had no wins, right? We won no. nothing the no. whole game. No, and I think that was just slowly, or actually, no, very quickly dragging us down, dragging, there dragging no our completed motivation tasks. down. It yeah. was just like you didn't even like get a task. I'm not that I, you're supposed to get a task list. <laughs> Ding. But yeah, it was just okay. We're done. We are okay. Here's the next thing. Do yep. this, okay? Yep. yep. Did we get the right information? I don't know. Okay, next thing. <laughs> I think it's another example of mind your medium, right? If you're going to have a timed experience like this, even if it's a longer one, so this was a longer one than a normal uh, online escape room, uh, like I think we had 90 minutes or two hours even, I think. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Um, it's too long. Felt <laughs> like long. It's a long, long time. Look, but if you, you know, if an immersive theater company advertises like an online adventure i want immersion and interaction i but yeah if you have a timed experience like that you gotta limit your documentation that has to be reviewed like don't don't give us a 20 folders of 20 documents each to try to figure out or i i think i'm, I'm guessing the goal was to find the right folder to hone in on um but again how... Well, I think we found the right folder, but then there are multiple folders in that folder. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So it, it's like it's almost like you're still you're punishing us the whole game for. You know, well... the funny thing is, we have made mystery games, and our mystery game was actually very simple. We didn't make it overly complex, but even in the end, it still tricked people. So <laughs> it's it, you don't have to make 
a very complicated game in order to it was funny because it was our actor yes who was very convincing and convinced players no no it's not me we, we had the logical evidence to like point out what the right answer was but she was she was very convincing to say like to you know because we asked players afterwards like oh why did you choose her she just she sounded so genuine like, <laughs> so genuine and it was like okay they're like yeah we saw the evidence and it had pointed it out but she seemed like she really was innocent and was, <laughs> okay I was like good job good job Steph. You convinced them otherwise, even though the evidence was in front of them. So that was actually kind of funny. Oh, yeah. No, I was going to say, like, on the simplicity thing. Like, I'm writing a mystery right now. And it's not easy. It's not. I, I write it from time to time. But a, couple, a few weeks ago, I read it with my friends, like, a draft of it. I, I was talking about the problems I was having. And immediately, the thing they honed in on was, it's too complex. It is way too complex. you got just... It's your first mystery. Make it real simple. Make the motivation really simple. Don't go into some like conspiracy. I think I've been watching too many K dramas where everything is so interwoven and complex. <laughs> I like now. I gotta. I gotta work my way up there. You know, start with like jilted lover, kill, done, go. Um, right. Just keep it simple, especially if you if you haven't written one before. And I get the everybody has a motivation thing. Like I watch way too many murder mysteries, and it, it's it starts out that same way. So I get what the immersive theater company was going for. It starts out with pretty much everybody being a suspect. And then you, you slowly start to like the detective slowly starts to like knock out the suspects uh, as they go. So it's like, oh, I bet it was his mother. It's like, oh, no, she was just cheating on her husband. She wasn't going out to go kill him. And she didn't want to say anything because of the scandal. Right. Like. You, and finally you get to the final one and it's something you missed before um and yeah and that's probably it they probably made it too open uh, open path as opposed to linear i think it would have helped if there were some linear hybrid of some sort in there yeah. so that we could have slowly you know removed suspects but we didn't slowly remove suspects all of a sudden we're near the end oh i guess it can't be this person because of this final thing we found so it was very, it was, yeah. Well, we got there to the end. It didn't feel like discovery. Yeah, but. yeah. It felt like they were holding back the relevant information in right until the very end. And Yeah, we only got one piece of information from the lab right near the end, right? Yeah. Like, literally, yeah. as we're making the decision. Literally. It's like, oh, here we go. It's like. Was it, and I don't think it was it was useful in the end because I think that's what tipped us to pick another suspect and it wasn't the right thing and then I don't know yeah I can't remember I can't remember fully I just know that I felt very bitter uh, I was I was like I had given up and I was feeling sad that because just because it's so frustrating because there was there were good elements. This had the makings of a good game. It just, the execution was just all over the place. And I think one of the big problems when you, when we come to these online games, I'm used to playing a lot of games online. I play a lot of games online. And now I am comparing your online games with other things I could be doing online. <laughs> and uh, for the most part, I'd rather be doing something else. 
and there are like if this was like a full motion video adventure game every other full motion adventure game i've played would have been better than that one and that's yeah. the problem right you, yeah yes yours was pretty but i've had far more fun for far cheaper and than that one and that's the problem like you are up against uh other games that are doing it better and that's that's what you need to go up against if you've never played an escape room before if you've never played a video game or had full motion video actors if this is the first time you've ever seen anything like this oh then it'll probably be amazing to that point lee go play contradiction the video game it is an fmv video game made a few years ago and it is about a detective who has to spot lies in people's statements and it's it's great cheesy fun. It's British. It's uh, cheesy. It's everything I wanted in a murder mystery. And I was like, yeah, I could be playing this or I could be playing Sherlock Holmes Consulting Detective. If I really wanted to feel smart about it, we would just spend two to three hours sitting around a kitchen table, just reading newspapers and discussing what could like what the answer could possibly be or where we could go. And then, of course, when we made a connection, we felt so smart. And I'm like, I never felt smart in this game for making a connection. I I just actually I also cared about the stories in Sherlock Holmes. You did. Detective. You remembered like, oh, every detail. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. So if you're thinking to yourself, it's like, well, he just doesn't like reading. Oh no, no, I'll spend. Hours. I will spend that. If I find it a, an interesting story, I'll spend hours reading it. I'll also spend hours just digging holes. But you know, that's yeah, that's that's and, Errol and yeah, that's is this is me and Valheim. Yeah, I'd rather be playing Valheim. Actually, that's how it is right now. <laughs> most most times, mm -hmm. go into the game and there's just some great new structure Errol has built over like the last it. ten hours, and you're like, good grief. Anyway. Anyway, it's it's just it was a frustrating experience and I'm saddened, I think, but people other people liked it. So I'm wondering, did we miss something here? Uh, well, you know, I think other people enjoyed the the good parts of the game, right? Okay. okay so not the game. Yeah. The good parts about the production cuz it is it is produced very well. I it was a very it was pretty it looked like it was professional produced, you know, it just wasn't somebody on their phone going, oh, my name is Errol, which might have been me for some of my stuff. But, <laughs> but at the same time, it was hard to get us, it was hard to get me engaged. So as I said before, if you haven't played any other, anything else, like if you aren't used to full motion video or any of these types of games, then, you know, this would be okay. <laughs> I think that the online games that we've been seeing, the, the cream of the crop ones, have really neat, like either neat game mechanics or really good actor interactions. Even the mediocre games with good actors will elevate the game. And this was a real disappointment in that they had potential to have great actors or actor interactions and it didn't live up to, you know, promise of an immersive theatre company doing something interesting. I mean, I can see why they didn't have the interactive element because coordinating six actors to to come in and perform live each time could be very pricey and very, um, you know, very difficult to coordinate, like to schedule. But we, but we, but we paid our giant stopwatch 
and he didn't act or interact with this. That's true. Like he, they had an opportunity to do that. You no, know, Strange Bird immersive did it. They did. And they we did had so much fun in that game. <laughs> and there weren't any even even any puzzles in there. I mean, there are some, but it was more of an immersive experience. That might have been something they could have done. Actually, you're right. Like the the way that a, a Strange Bird did it was to send you to Zoom rooms and to get to talk to people um they could have done that with the suspects and maybe they have like a limited run show rather than like an ongoing escape room like maybe you only have a three-week run or something like that because i think strange bird is this still going on adrian rook i can't i can't recall. I think so i think it was on their website it could be wrong though i don't know okay. i'm not too sure they only I, run like one night a week or two nights a week yeah so like do something like that um because that's where the joy of of mysteries comes in it's like when you want to do that now again i can see people being shy about knowing what to ask but that's where your game host should come in that's where the game host should be able to gauge and either prompt with a question if they feel like uh the group is floundering or to like you know just help things along encourage them um i feel like that kind of thing if you actually have to solve a mystery or the actor themselves leading the like the suspect might give Love a yeah give a give give them a bone right just throw the bone if they're if they're uh, not asking any questions or they're just not sure what to ask drop drop a little thing here to like lead them on into asking a question or something thinking oh, I just keep thinking of ways you could have done it <laughs> you guys can make an online immersive game I'll play it. <laughs> We'll have make Errol the main actor. The game will be get Errol to pay attention to you. No, you know, my my work did ask me if I wanted to make a little escape room type game for like five people, and I'm thinking, oh, maybe I should just for fun, just some silly thing in my house, because you know that's the problem when work wants to do an escape room. It's like, well, I've done them all. <laughs> And the ones I haven't done and I don't really think anybody should do anyway. So, mm-hmm. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, same with my work. They're like, oh, Amanda's done them. What one would you recommend for us to do? I'm like, well, I've done this one. Like, okay, then we won't do it. I'm like, no, you should just go ahead and do one. And, you know, I can join for the debrief or I can, like, sit there and watch you play. I'm okay with that. I'm, I actually like watching people play and see how they played it differently and stuff. And, but everyone's like, no, we won't do it until you have one that you haven't played. And I'm like, that's not going to happen. I actually liked work, uh, playing a game with them. We no, I, I like my workmates too, yeah. but I like trolling my sister more, my poor sister. Well, that's where most of our enjoyment comes now from these online escapes is how will Errol's sister interact with the room and how will Errol take advantage of that? Because his sister actually opens herself up to a lot of trolling. She's she, hilarious. She is quite hilarious. And then the reactions like the reactions feeding off of each other going forward for that rest of that hour is what entertains us all. And so. now my my main goal is just making the game host feel awkward. <laughs> this doesn't take much. This is a great goal. I will <laughs> I will adopt this as my own goal. Ah. How did cuz I know that uh I know that Tim isn't normally an escape room player like he's 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 essentially now uh, an escape room diva now because he 
he plays all the online games with you. But what were what were his thoughts on on this game? Uh, Tim just was like he did not care, and he he. I think Tim Tim likes things to work out correctly and logically and have an answer. And the fact that he didn't have an answer, he was just like, "That's right," because he's a scientist. So, <laughs> yeah. Oh my goodness, the fact that it's like. Oh, wow. Yeah, that would have been frustrating for him. <laughs> I had fun with isolation. Oh, that was so much fun. You did that have fun is, with isolation. Oh, that's uh, a great game. Yeah, we were, we were talking with the host for that. And and uh, I mentioned I was your friend. And uh, I was like, I don't know if you remember. I was like, I remember Errol. And what? You were talking to the host? Why? When? <laughs> we were talking. <laughs> oh, that's kind of fun. Yeah, yeah. no, no. It's. And that, that has videos in it that go on forever. So, <laughs> and I still had a whole whack of fun in that game. It was great. <laughs> I, I told him about the, the video that we have now of, uh, or the, the hashtag that we have now of game host is done. Cause. <laughs> yeah. Oh, dear. I don't even know. Like people, I don't, have we mentioned no. that on this podcast? No, I was about to say, um, so we have this, uh, Errol gets, can get, if you give Errol an opening in your game, so warning to all game hosts out there, if you give them an opening to tell a story of any sort, um, Errol will take you up on that to the nth degree. And and so I had already played the game with Lee Fei, and I was sitting downstairs, Errol lives above me, and I just heard Errol start to talk in, like, in this big excited booming storytelling voice and i immediately realized what part of the game they were at like i didn't even have to guess and then my discord um pop, like pings and i go to check that and one of the other players had posted in the discord just saying the game host is done and it's a it was a video of errol talking and a little thumbnail of the game host with his head in his hands like and like just kind of looking like tired and and just done with with whatever <laughs> but like he you know he recovered like he went along with it right and he was just waiting for errol to be done and it wasn't happening <laughs> so <laughs> we have that saying now the game host is done at what point will errol make the game host put their head in their hands and look tired he said i could tell a story yeah that was wrong of him wasn't it <laughs> I should have health. realized by that point because it was really late in the game. So he should have realized what he was opening himself up to. <laughs> so shout out, shout out to Matt Carson, who's the game host, who's excellent and will ad lib and and put yep. up with pretty much anyone doing weird stuff in that game and responding in character in story. Yeah. Uh, <gasps> it was so funny. Yeah. Sorry, I just realized too. Other things that were part of that game. Because there was a part that was kind of like based on a medical, a medical oh. kind of puzzle, yeah. you know. And I was like, oh, my sister is a doctor. It's like, oh, it's your time to shine, Lizette. And so she started to give like medical diagnosis. And I think I remember the game I was mad. It's like, well, well, there's an actual solution to this. But he didn't say that. But he knew what the solution was. But Lizette's asking him personal questions. <laughs> but how do you feel? Maybe this is what you probably need. Do you have a paper bag near you? It's like, no, no, don't have that. <laughs> 
was, it was great. No, it was a lot of fun. Oh, I had a lot of fun. Actually, you know, for a lot of, for the most part, for a lot of the online games I played lately, uh, any time that I get to interact, and a lot of our game hosts have been amazing. What was the last game host that we had that was amazing? It was fun. Oh, oh, it was the superhero one? Oh my goodness, that was great. Oh yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You really enjoyed that. <laughs> I think we all really enjoyed it. Uh, we, were, we, were, yeah. we were big fans. That's not just me that has fun. We no. were all having fun. Yeah, we were all having fun. But yeah, like for the most part, all the game hosts that we've encountered online, especially lately, have been wonderful. This one, I don't know, he might have been an actor who just was more used to sticking to the story. Maybe he felt rushed, maybe whatever. He maybe was just he having just a bad like day. Errol. Maybe he just didn't like that. Errol. But I just felt, I've never felt so unwelcome in an experience before like an online experience at least in person one sure i get the bored teenagers who are just like oh you want a story like that was a great one also the beast <laughs> online remember oh i was, that was gonna so say the beast, the beast online <laughs> errol errol had a great fun the game host Amazing. just went with whatever and managed to to make that interaction that's what immerses us is that interaction right and the fact that we didn't have breathing room to do that didn't no we didn't have room to play (laughs) if you can't if you're listening to this errol's making a very disgruntled face right now to Mm -hmm. to uh (laughs) illustrate that i mean if it's a real room then it doesn't matter because then there's lots of things to play with in the room right I can find a couch, can sit down. <laughs> you have such lofty goals. I might. Even in a real room, though, if the game host is interactive, you know, oh, yeah. it's that. way more fun in how they give the oh. hints, in how they welcome you, in how, you know, if they come into the room to do some random thing, you know, it can be, it can really make a otherwise quite basic set and experience like wonderful just because you interacted with someone and had a really good time and it can be very i remember that oh when we were doing the improbable escape and our game host she had to put an object this is a little bit of a spoiler but that's okay she had to put a a ball into uh, a hole and because it was a ball i thought to myself oh Maybe you could shoot it from where you are. You can do it. And so she kept trying. She missed a couple times. But when she finally did it, we all cheered and had a great time. She was very accommodating to our to our wild requests. But it was so much fun because she played along. And it's great when they play around. We're not asking them to do, you know, abusive things to themselves. Like, burn your hand on that flame. No, no, no. It's just, like, silly things. Yeah. I guess if you're a young teenager, it's like, oh, my goodness, adults. That's what my daughter's like. (laughs) It's like, why are you so cringy? (laughs) It's just like, it's what I live for, I think we were out the other day, and and Karen, like, got up on a rock and started, like, acting like a goose like started like honking and, and but zoe happened to be in the car at that point and echo was sort of like you should be thankful that zoe's not here she would be horrified right now <laughs> karen's my wife if people don't yeah. know echo and zoe are my daughters so and my yeah. name is errol in case people his are. name is errol yes at any rate this experience was so disappointing I had to rant about it because it, it wasn't like 
that's how that's how bad it has to get to get on that pod get on the podcast it's not like we haven't had bad experiences before but when when it's that special <laughs> yeah i'm sorry i'm like gotten more bitter about it errol was like saying manda is likes it and i'm like i don't like it i just <sighs> i wanted to acknowledge the good parts at the time it was well acted that's what i could say about it and the production values were good but otherwise not a great game so mind your medium everybody <laughs> Mind your medium. Pay attention. If you want to put something in your game, really ask if this is the medium that you should be employing it in or if you need to. And then also maybe get a game designer. (laughs) We don't know that they didn't do that. Well, okay. (laughs) We can't make that. We can't make that assumption that they probably didn't. You're right. Well, I have class at about 15 minutes, so I shall. I've got time. I don't want to go to this class anyway. It's just going to be more group work and I don't want to do it anyway. Um, but thank you so much, Lee for joining us for our rant times today. Thank you, Lee We didn't even explain who Lee was. I think people just, I think I was, I was going to, and I thought, oh, people probably know. Um, yeah. I'm Lee Fei Lo. Hello. I'm Lee Fei Lo. <laughs> I sometimes play online with Manda and I sometimes talk to Errol. And you do the survey with him. That's like you've been and I do the survey or nag nag to yeah, it's like, you know actually we should probably we should probably talk about that not now I mean like you and I not on the podcast because uh, <laughs> I am I am now available my taxes are done cryptex under done I've pretty much updated like you know the hint documents and the website and blah 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 so all of that stuff I am free now. Sorry, Lee Fei. I am so sorry. That is all my fault. I do realize. I am cutting down on a whole whack of things, though. It's great. Yay! I hear Yay. so much laughter upstairs now because you're watching so many more gay dramas. Yeah, I'm spending time with my family. My yeah. poor family during Cryptex Hunt. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. <laughs> it was six months of me working on that. Yeah. Yep. Okay. All right. Well, thanks, everybody. And... Yeah, just... Are you going to talk us out, man, Pans? I will talk us out. Okay. Room Escape Divas is brought to you by Inverse Genius. You can go to inversegenius.com to find other fun podcasts just like this one. You can also email us at roomescapedivas at gmail.com. We love getting emails. If you are on Facebook... you can... When's the last time we had an email? Oh, it's been a while. That's why I said... We I'll, email. Email. I'll email you. Oh, thanks. To email you. We love getting emails. I say we love getting emails. That's I didn't true. say we got a lot of emails. You didn't say that we get emails. We, we, we do get emails. emails. Oh, we do get emails. Actually, yeah. I wouldn't know. I don't log into that account. So No, I get them on my phone. And if there you go. Important, That's good. I'll, I'll include everybody. I usually include you anyway. So, can yeah. you say the email again so I can email you? Yeah, roomescapedivas at gmail.com. And if you are on Facebook, click like on the Facebook page. My plan uh, is to start using my VR headset and streaming to the Facebook page to see what that's like and do fun VR escape rooms. Uh, it's, you know, I've, we should, as a Room Escape Diva podcast, probably like link to other podcasts that are like just, yeah. all, just so that people can keep coming and see like, oh, what's this? Because there have been a lot of great podcasts out there and I should have done that. We should probably, yeah, we should. I haven't, but, you know, I I'm, haven't had time to listen to any podcasts lately. Yeah, no, there are some great podcasts now, which is amazing and they're fun to listen to. And I would name them, except I'm pretty sure I'll get the names wrong. 
And so I should have done my research ahead of time. So I'm not going to embarrass myself. I'm not going to do that. And we do hold community meetups every Friday at 6.30. We still do that! Yeah, at Eastern Standard Time. So even though we haven't been updating the podcast, we have been holding the meetups because we love to chat. And if you are on Twitter, try to use the hashtag REDivas. We sure don't, but we will check it. Errol checks it. Yeah. I check that. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.